0: Hey, guys, still on California Hots Radio, medium Nancy Mass joins me to talk about undefined influences that affect ghost investigations. We'll be right back. Hey, happy Monday, everybody. I hope everybody had a good day. I know it's the start of the week. It sucks, but just take four more days to, to the weekend. My name is Charlotte. I'm going to be your host for the next hour. I'm also the owner of the California Hunts Paranormal Investigation Team, based in Sacramento, California, which is Northern California. We are 45 strong, and that means if you have a paranormal need, we can get to you. It might take us a while, but we can get to you. Um, in the case that it takes us a couple days, right, because California is this huge state. People don't realize how big we are. California is a big state. If it, if we can't get there right away, we do have psychics on staff and mediums who can call you. And uh, if, if, if what's going on is paranormal, in most cases, they can settle things down until we can get out there. And it usually doesn't take us more than one or two days to get out there because we do have, people, like I said, people up and down the state. Anyhow, if you're watching from Facebook, and some of you are, and you haven't done so already, please be sure to hit that follow button because we're always looking for followers. If you're watching from YouTube, as some of you are, Please uh, feel free to hit that subscribe button because we're trying to build that up as well. Also, between those two, uh, show us some love during the show if you like what you hear. Some thumbs up, some happy faces, uh, things like that. Uh, And and join in the chat room. That's the whole thing. Come join. Let's see, I can do this right. Wrong backwards, right? I'll figure it out. It's here. I know it's here. Okay, hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Come join the conversation. Close enough for government work. Yeah, that's what it's about. Having chats in the chat room and we chat back at you and all that good stuff. Because what that does is it, it there's an FYP. The, the, the computer sees that. The master computer that controls Facebook and YouTube and uh, Twitter and all those other places. That's, uh, that sees what we're doing and it puts us out there to more people. So if you could do that, I'd really appreciate it. It's like signing up. Anyway, get this show on the road. We're going to be talking about ghost hunts today. But what I want to start with, a little light thing. Nancy's going to roll her eyes and it's okay. I am also a part-time Disney creator. Okay. I, I not only do this kind of create create you know creative stuff, I do stuff Disney stuff, Disney-based stuff. And today something happened that was really cool. Um, you know, they have got a lot of guys that, that go around Disneyland, you know, and they're, they're recording the rides, which I did a little bit of last year when I went and I hope to get back to do that again. And uh, for the first time, I rise rise of the resistance, which is is part of the Star Wars thing. Rise of the resistance actually went into B mode. And I had heard so much about B mode. I never, I never seen anything going to B mode before, and it was interesting in that um, I'm not going to give the right away. But it's this thing where where, where you're escaping from the from the uh, first order. Is it first order? Whatever they call themselves now, from the sequel trilogy. Anyway, you're escaping from the baddies, and at the very end, you end up dropping out of space, and that's all I'm going to say about that. But the thing is, usually when you when you land. <laughs> They make a big deal out of it, you know, and then they've got the anatomic figures or projections or whatever they are. And they say, oh, welcome back. You're a little off target, but uh, we'll take care of you. Well, it landed today, the and they didn't say anything. They just stood there. And then they went back to work. And I thought, wow, we're going – this has to be B-mode or something. And all of a sudden, they came up with it. They're talking amongst themselves. You get, and, and, and they're welding, like working on ships and welding. And they're talking amongst themselves about – how the, the, there's like three or four pods, because it's these pods that, that landed, and how these three or four pods, they, they can't open the doors on them yet. They're all jammed. So there was a big conversation about this. And then they finally get everybody you know everybody where they're supposed to be. But it was kind of cool because, I mean, there wasn't even hardly a hesitation. There was like a slight, maybe half a minute hesitation, and then it went into B mode, which is a different screen. I'll, you know, they'll drop a screen down, and then they'll show stuff. And I've heard about this at Walt Disney World with certain rides that they do that. So it was kind of fun to watch tonight. Sorry, that that was my fun okay i'm done with that now now we go back to other creepy things ghosties all right let's talk about investigations with medium Nancy maths and there are things that go on that you can't control during investigations or things that come up you know the client might tell you because we have 120 uh question questionnaire when we go out to talk to a client and you know we're i'm, I'm pretty thorough you know i've gone through i've done 18 years of doing this I've, I've put together a pretty thorough questionnaire but there are things that, you know, it's like anything else. It's unpre- Ghosts are unpredictable. All right. They are unpredictable. I mean, the, the, you know, they're just humans in, in ethereal form, right? Right. So you can't predict everything a ghost is going to do, just like you might have a really active house or a building and you go out there to investigate and and, and, it's, and nothing happens that night. It's dead, right? But that's because they, 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 they you know, they're still self thinking and doing what, and, and they're going to do what, what they want to do. So that's what we're going to talk about is that unpredictability tonight. And uh, Nancy is a really good person to talk about that. She and I have worked on a lot of investigations together. And uh, let me get her. Let me get Nancy in. Hi, everybody. Oh, maybe, 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 maybe I'll end up in B mode. We don't know.
1: <laughs> I I really have no idea what reference you're, you're talking about. So when a ride is done.
0: So what it, it comes, is is that uh, yeah, your, what, what your wagon is, comes if you go through a ride, sometimes the animatronics don't work right. Uh-huh. And so Disney okay. has come up because Disney's really clever now because they're able to incorporate video screens and make them look okay. like the actual animatronic figures. Okay. That that's so clever. clever. It's really clever. So when something goes wrong, and it's the people that are on these rides all the time that you know that that know the rides like the back of their hands know when they're in B uh-huh. mode. And so yeah. when something goes wrong, these screens come down, <laughs> and it's what they call B-Mode, and the characters are doing something totally different. Like, like in this case, it was the first time I've ever <laughs> seen B-Mode. We you know, we land. I'm going to say we land because I was, you know, obviously on this thing, you know, virtually. And then all of a sudden, they look up, They look up, and there's nothing. Because like I said, they're supposed to say, oh, welcome back. You landed kind of off uh, kilter there, but oh, we're going to no, get no. you back. The screen will talk to you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because uh-huh. the, the, the endotromic figures, right, in this case. And then they didn't work right. So it was silent. You didn't get anything. And then the then at some point, they, the, the screen comes down, which you can't see the screen, but the screen comes down. And then all of a sudden, you're watching them work on these other ships. <laughs> and then they're commenting okay. about all the pods and everything that, that have come down, and they, they can't get through the doors and everything on them. But it's like this on every ride. Um, oh my they goodness. have a, the, the most expensive... Audio and the ever built for a park Disney has at uh, Walt Disney World, and they spent twenty three million dollars on this on, on this figure. And what ride is that? And, and this this is a, this is an, this is the one I wish they get at Disneyland. It's an Avatar River Ride, and they take you through the land of Avatar on a boat, which is really cool. But at the very end, the, spect- the, the, the 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 main thing for this ride is that you get to the very end, and there's a there's a you'll appreciate this there's a there's a shaman singing. At the very end. I don't know why I would appreciate it, but that's kind of cool. I don't work it with shamans. Well, no, but I'm just, there's a shaman, psychic shaman. Right? <laughs> I don't know. These, all these figures, and you guys got to remember with the Avatar, all the figures are like 9 to 10 feet tall anyway. The Avatar people. Oh, my god! So this thing is like like 9 feet tall. And it's sitting there with his legs crossed, and it's singing, and his arms are moving. And they say the movements are so fluid. Oh. that it's, it, it almost looks really human. People are just, well, for $23 million, it ought to be. And um, that one breaks down all the time. And then people see it like they'll be singing along and then the hair will go. Or it goes back like this. We're supposed to be talking haunted. I know. These things. Other people have seen it. I haven't seen this yet. And other people say that when it goes wrong, it slaps itself in the face. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, that's another case where where they'll pull it out and they'll put a screen in there, you know, and then. You, you'll get the same thing, only only it's the screen, and people can tell the difference. People wait in line for hours to see this fantastic, and the traumating yeah, it's broken. it's <laughs> yeah, broken. You know. So yeah, uh-huh. but that was well, my first B. Be- like investigations, you expect
1: to get spooked, right? Or, you know, excited, right? right. Or something And the ghosty right. person says, "I don't like these people. I'm going to hide in the closet." Which that's I it. That's it. They go to a closet. Go somewhere you're not expecting them. I've seen them float into the attics and down into the basement, even if there's nothing. Yeah. Yeah. They're just out of, they don't want to bother. And then you get the yeah. little old lady who's been dead 50 years and she's still 102 years old, walk around the house. What are you doing in my house? Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she's not, nothing riles her.
0: Right, right, right. That right. Nothing, nothing riles her. <laughs> I've done stuff you where know, I've had investigations where the ghost knows that we're there and I end up, you know, we end up chasing the ghost because we have the equipment. Right. So you could tell which way the ghost is going. So you're chasing them through the house. You're chasing them through the building, you know? So, yeah. So so, so we should start
1: from the beginning. Sharp uh, brought up a very important, important part uh, is that average Joe American calls are up and says, I think I have a house that's haunted now maybe a mm-hmm. condo or an apartment who knows, Spirit people are can be transitory. They don't have right. to be locked into a house or a piece of property. And and once in a while, uh, because I'm visual, I will describe people and they'll say, "Well, I don't know." And I said, "Well, let it go because it's probably transitory spirit." Well, what's that? Well, spirit people, remember, are human beings without the flesh. I uh, I think that people walk around. I think there's people who and don't creep I'm not creeping you out. Just listen to this. <laughs> they visit houses. And mm-hmm. once you're a spirit person, you think, well, let's see, I've never been to Norway in the snow. So as a spirit person, you can go there and walk around. And if you accidentally make noise while walking through, the people go, oh, no, we got a haunting happening here. And they call somebody up and it's just you walking through. Mm-hmm. That's uh, a spirit person. Now, a person that's been unhappy in life, regrets, whatever, whatever. Sometimes people don't know they're dead. I actually had Mm -hmm. to deal with a lady named Connie, and she died, and they had her wrapped up in the bed for a few days, not a few days, but a couple of days, because
0: Mm
1: -hmm. uh, it was um, customary for that culture. Right. And it's kind of like a viewing type of thing. And she stayed with her body, thinking, oh, I'm just laying here all wrapped up. And so they called us out. (laughs) It was in Tucson. And I says, I looked at her and says, What are you doing here? Well, i well, stay with, you know, I'm just here. And so, <laughs> so we gotta cover a few things, and I apologize for the uh, I keep trying glasses. I've spent a fortune now, and it may be that I'm not gonna get glasses, don't have ref- the word reflective is mis right. it's good for us, but not for the lights. And I've tried <laughs> combination, but uh, I well, did notice at the very beginning, Char was very considerate and already put it out there that if you call her, she's got to know some things about you. And it helps her understand the family dynamics. And one of the things that I wrote down here, uh, I just spent a couple hours writing, put my thoughts together, and they called and said, well, the house is haunted. Well, who says it's the house? Maybe it's you. And we got to know that. Is not necessarily that you have an attachment, which does happen. Karen Rothstein in Lincoln, California, Roseville, she has her office. We've, we've been doing this for a lot of years, and, and life has gotten in the way. We keep wanting to get started, and life is busy. So eventually we will have these 35, 36 cases. We just did one a few months back of it's people coming in, realizing there's something wrong, and it's an attachment. Now, you could be in your house and and feel like you're being watched or you're being touched, and it could be an attachment. Hopefully not. We don't want that. But even in our world, our lives, if you're going through a particularly hard time in life or you drink a lot or you're going through whatever, you could have a temporary attachment. Mm -hmm. And then you get happy or you fall in love again. Your energy is different, and that attachment goes, oh, I don't like this, and they could fall off. Mm -hmm. That happens a lot. I'm not going to go in and say, there was an attachment. That's why you beat up everybody. Not going go there. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. I'm not going to get in that trap. But you got to realize that she does have pages of things. And you're going to be really careful. Because writing them out, we're not going to go and say, oh, you're feeling this out because you want to know it's me that's haunted. You have to do it because we want to release those spirits. Spirit peoples become ghosts because they're emotionally uh, damaged. And you have to have kindness, compassion, and sympathy to get that person to wake up, if it's possible. Yes. And we yes. have to understand how long it's been going on. If you move in right away and the house is 50 or 70 years old, you either have a transitory spirit that saw something similar and stayed, or mm-hmm. the grounds or the Indians or something said, wait a minute, this is my land. You're on my, how I many people have built houses that are old back east and coming west, and they use a foundation for the pioneer days.
0: Oh, God, we have yes. an area
1: called Grass Valley in Nevada City, and they have foundations that are not even cement; they're rocks. And they used to have cabins on them,
0: well, with hundreds of years <laughs> or a long time yeah, before they built like, a real house. People, huh? no, people, people, because they're putting in their fireplaces, will see cool rocks on the property, mm-hmm, and they'll use mm-hmm. the rocks in the fireplaces. And the next thing you know, that was part of some other foundation. Foundation. Or Somebody's grave was <laughs> under there or something like that, you know, and they have them. Absolutely. Of their
1: house. That's a very good point. Like I said, in uh, some of our gold rush era locations, um, I mean, they're all over Northern California. And the mm-hmm. two that popped in my head real quick was Grass Valley and Nevada City. Why? Mm-hmm. Because my first husband and I would look there for a house. And they said, um, Do you prefer foundation or is it okay? We show you a house with just rocks. And that's why I bring it up because. That doesn't mean that we're looking at a house that was the original.
0: Right, right. We could look right. at a house
1: that had been remodeled so many times, and it might have been a log house for a miner. That's normal. And then, you go to Placerville, and it's everywhere. Oh, it's absolutely.
0: And to add on, and to add on to what Nancy's saying, when I have the questionnaire, like I said, it's 120 questions. And some people might think it's kind of invasive, too, because you know we're not only looking at the house itself, you know, we're, we're, looking, I mean, we're, we're looking at the house, we're looking at the yard, we're looking at in, any natural stone, we're looking, you know, we're looking for at the you know, what, what's the weather conditions and all this. We're also asking you personal questions because uh, some of the time, and this is how we look at it, ghosts can be caused by medication. So we have to look at that. You know, are you taking any medications? What type are you taking? Are you, are, are, are you taking recreational drugs? Are you hallucinating? <laughs> are yeah, you are you hallucinating? <laughs> yeah. Are you <laughs> taking recreational drugs? And that's something we have to know. And, you know, sometimes clients will lie to us about that stuff too, you know, and that but that doesn't help you. I mean, we have, we, we need to know this stuff. We're not looking to say, okay, you're an addict, go to the doctor. That's not our gift. <laughs> our gift is to come out. Like Nancy says. And, here and they ask these questions to sort out what the hell is, what, what the hell is going on you know and, and char has called me yeah. and
1: yeah. had asked me i can't figure out this house these
0: people who said
1: this and that. i go uh-uh. no no go see there there's something yeah. going on in the house of so the individual and she has mm-hmm. to recalculate everything that was written down and figure out what's going on please she does have yeah. other mediums that she does ask also it's not just me <clears throat> just that i children picture right away and i can get something
0: or not and that being said you know you see these guys on tv going to these houses you know it looks all it looks all around and everything and they get their evidence but you know what (sighs) when you're a ghost hunter it is a huge responsibility residentials especially it's a huge responsibility because you're not only dealing with some ghosts that might be in the house you're dealing with people's mental states you have to be a you got kind of got to be a a, a psychiatrist to kind of weed things out I mean that that's the Well after of years
1: of doing this, you look for clues. Yeah, now, I want to point clues. out that these this is a real phenomenon, having uh spirit people, transitory spirit a uh, ghosts in people's right. world. Absolutely, around the world. And there's many cultures that invite their dead corpses of relatives into the ceremony mm-hmm. every year. Yes. Can you imagine yes. how many spirit people show up also looking at their old showed up body going absolutely no, they've changed their clothes and all of them this this can be exciting it's it's kind of fun to have camaraderie i look forward to better weather so we can mm-hmm. do things and and yeah. have community these yes. are very positive tonight i'm going to bring up some things we've already brought up one that's very difficult is getting the uh tenant um or owner rather and and have convincing conversation with them, saying this is important, and it's going to put you on the spot. These are things that, mm-hmm. not necessarily help in investigation, but you need to be clearly aware. This is part of the, the pro not the program the process but the, the process.
0: process yeah the process uh, yeah.
1: spirit people you just say yeah, yeah they're just transitory they're just visiting, and, and my being a grandma and great grandma now. I just love little girls, little kids. Oh, boys are fine. But I have two great granddaughters in the uh, leotard and tutu stages, you know.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And as a spirit person, I can imagine what Christmas time will be like. And I can go around and visit all the cute little kids oh, and their Christmas yep. things. You know, once grandmas? My radar goes right up with the great little girls and tutus. <laughs> <Just starling. laughs> but those are the kind of spirits that are okay. Now, if I start describing somebody, I go, this is a, real, and I've done this a show. I said, this is a nice spirit person. They're just visiting. So yeah. you're not always going to go in there with the edge on their shoulder going, mm-hmm. I'm in here to do battle. There's some ghost really right, messing with this
0: right,
1: family. Right. You go in there with sympathy, compassions. Um, Absolutely. Com- yeah, my three. Well, sympathy, if, I
0: could add about, um, if I could add something ha- really quick about transitory spirits. One great example of that. Is hmm. there's an area out here, I, I, Nancy's probably heard of it. There's an area out here, along out towards Citrus Heights, where there used to be uh, a Japanese internment camp, and it wasn't oh, really a camp. Newcastle. It was
1: that New? Go ahead. Some, no,
0: where no, was it was it? actually one in, in, in Citrus Heights but it really wasn't a. it really wasn't a camp what what it was was it was a tra- transitory area where they would bring them for holding okay okay and then they'd either take them down to Los Angeles area or they take them up to Tule Lake because I've been to the one in Tule Lake oh. and had a look at it. anyway there's a lot of energy in this one particular neighborhood where this took place oh. and for years people and I, I've been out there I'd had an investigation out there where where I ran into this for years people have said that and I'm in it's you know I'm going to say Asian. We're going to be nice about this. Okay. Um, This is the local really good where people have seen Asian people like come out of their closets and stuff like that. But the most interesting ones that I find are more, are more interesting when you talk about transitory ghosts are the doorbell ringers. (laughs) Really? And people complain that, 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 that the ghost will will ring the doorbells and then you go there, there's (gasps) no one there, but there's streets in that area where, you know, on certain day t- time of the month, certain days where all the door, you know, the majority of the doorbells get rung and no one's there. And that's transitory. Oh that's my goodness.
1: On. I hope these, you'll have to let me know if we, are they spirits roaming around the neighborhood like that?
0: Yes. I, yes. Oh, Oh, you know, when they're out in the evenings and stuff and, and they see these Asian ghosts there because it was so upsetting for them again. You have to be very sympathetic because it was so upsetting for those people. They pulled them out of their homes. This is World War II, so right? They took their they ranches and clothing, they took and everything, 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 you know, businesses, everything, and they stuck them in, in shacks. Here's your, here's your ten people in your family go go live in a one room holding shack, and that's what they did. Mm-hmm. And so this whole area in Citrus Heights, it's fa- it's famous for this internment camp that was there. It's oh. sad, very sad. And so they're the very people that, have, that live there, you know, they're forever seeing, you know, the, the, they're forever seeing the, the, these, these Asian people, the, you know, in their houses, died in the yeah, camp. and the streets ringing doorbells and doing all this stuff because that, that mm. emotion is still there. That that mm-hmm. horrible, horrible emotion of, of losing everything. All right. Continue. You know, we're know. not
1: going to minimize how important it was my Indian red uh, ancestors.
0: That's had, another one had
1: a lot of um, displacement issues. So I'm yeah. not, we're only talking about a small group of people. We're not, mm-hmm. not looking at other groups of people, including my own relatives, not right. my grandmother's generation, but a couple before hers were um, from the East coast going clear across um, mm-hmm. the country. Cause they're driven out of every area. I mean, I can't imagine that life either, you know, so mm-hmm. I'll need to survive. And um, that's why we're here. So so anyway, and that you know was what? that's terrible. Something
0: you don't something you don't know about me is my grandmother, who looks Indian, Mexican. <laughs> she worked on the reservations, cut, cut cutting the Native Americans' hair. Oh, who and who is this again? My grandmother. That's where she met my grandfather.
1: Uh, which side of the family? Your mother's side.
0: My mom. She she immigrated over from Mexico. where my grandfather? And that's the they they got a job. Oh,
1: she was a little firecracker. The, yeah, they oh, got I a job. At
0: the, yeah, they got a job at the reservations, cut cut cutting the hair
1: yeah yeah oh, that's but fine. when you look I at like her she
0: looks really i mean she you talk about indian Looked oh my in, god Uh huh. excuse me native american my bad she looks she looks native american she looks like those pictures you see of like the apache the, you know, the older <laughs> apaches that's what she looks like <laughs> well
1: i She's tell people, people i look like the, my grandmother who was with, but uh very early in our marriage first marriage i broke my nose and i lost that wonderful profile but people look at me now
0: and they go, I can't imagine you with any other nose. You are one of those people like me. When I went to Hawaii, I came back dark.
1: Oh, I get so dark.
0: <laughs> and so I, I, I can pretty well guarantee when you're out in the sun, yeah, you're, you're going to turn dark. That happened to me in Hawaii.
1: Yeah. When I was growing up, uh, we're, we're diverting from our topic, honey. We need to go back. I know.
0: We my my sister,
1: who's the year younger, took after the Nordic side. And she blonde hair, curly blonde hair, blue eyes, white skin. I just come out chocolate.
0: <laughs> Almost See? black eyes and hair. That's yeah. funny. <laughs> My
1: so mother wait would wait. go places and they go,
0: what's wrong here? Of course, she looked like me. Where did this blonde look come from? <laughs> <laughs> Where did this come from? Anyway, so I know I know we kind of got off track here. But we get off track the, a the, lot, the honey. We're trying yes. to make, yeah, we do that. That's just the fun of the shows. And you know what? We're, so we're going so so go bro- to you, so.
1: Yeah, so we want to go back to the fill and the paperwork yeah. out, and we made right, a right.
0: discussion
1: about the house. Is it haunted, or is it the uh, the people, people living there, um,
0: or is it something else? Careful. Yeah, or is it something else?
1: I'm, okay, I'm not sure what something else. will be it's either because okay, we're
0: looking at too when we go out. <clears throat> you know, we're looking at the. Uh, ground underneath the house you know we're looking to see what's underneath there is it granite is there water running underneath there you know there's all kinds of of things too and nancy and i had this talk about this earlier Hmm? yeah about granite that you know it's granite is it granite or limestone i think it's limestone that when water runs through limestone it creates an electrical field
1: i thought it was which can raise the
0: ems in a house and then what that does is that of course high emf now IMF can cause hallucinations and stuff. So we have to look at, I mean, we're looking at everything. That was
1: on my list here. So I should it I'm sorry, it i you out. <laughs> yeah, we need to keep it. So anyway, right. I'm sorry. You're by, in charge. Uh, I'll just here. No, I'm not. No, you're, it's your <laughs> show, sweetie. Um, <laughs> the other thing I want to bring up when we talk about, we're just talking initially of people coming, filling the paperwork out, what's in the house? Now I said uh, transitory so spirits. Now, there was a case in Placeville when we looked at the house. There was a, pardon me, it was a business. And this has happened more than once. When I put my mind to the place, remember, remote, 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 you, I don't know how to do this, everybody. Right. I didn't see people. I saw spirit cows and hogs. Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, it was yeah. a
1: butcher right. shop that had been converted to a bakery. And there had yes. been noises and, and things like that. So you could have a house anywhere. And at one time it was a prairie and you actually have buffalo that were spirits and they like their heaven to be here and they can make noise. So I want to stay with that thought because we always think it's human beings, human beings, uh, spirit people who are, who can uh, have conscious thoughts. Absolutely. Like she said earlier, or ghosts who were spirits regret all problems of their life and they became insane. And those are ghosts. Then we have not a conscious living animal, but a, stealing animal an animal that uh our cat and dog died we've given him personality we love them and love them. and i've always told people if they're if you have a pet that passes away make sure the bed stays there for a while and put a bowl out for their food even if you put food in there make sure that other animals aren't eating up because they don't know they're dead and they will want to stay around and and people talk to me just uh I meant to mention this uh, A young man, uh, lost his bulldog. And I heard the bulldog running down the hall. And also, the bulldog purposely ran into the wall. We're talking a heavy dog. <laughs> and I said, oh, my God, this big dog is running down the hall and just fell into the wall, just on purpose. He says, oh, my gosh, I've been hearing that. And they will stay around because maybe it, their life with you is their heaven. Yes. And once they start drifting out of the house, they could drift next door. And the people next door, guess what? Oh, my God, we have a ghost. <laughs> no, it's a dog next door. Visiting you. And if it's that 85-pound bulldog, it's going to be running into the walls. And guess what? you're going to think you're being haunted or not. So we have to figure that out, you know? So I'm not making light of it. I just, I'm so amazed. I'm just so amazed at these situations that can come up. Um, and then you have to worry about those people, the transitory spirits, our uh, ghost center. And I'm making it sound like it happens all the time, it doesn't. But if you have a spirit that's lost in remorse mm-hmm. and it's old, Hundred years or more, and the house and the people that it was associated with have died. And that ghost doesn't know where it goes because the house has been destroyed or burnt down, it's still wandering. And you can have a family, and this happened. I was doing it with I don't know, Char or somebody else. It had found a family that resembled that family that he left.
0: That happens, yeah. And I
1: was that you, Char? Yeah, is that your group? Yeah. And there was a son in the group that reminded him of his own family. I apologize. You know, people call me up from different groups. So um, I forget and it's been so long. Um, what town was that in? Do you remember?
0: I don't know. That wasn't one of those old towns. There's old towns, so there have been so, town, many. so, been so
1: yeah, many, yeah. So many years, yeah. So I remembered this when I was writing this up and went, like, Oh my gosh, I have to bring that up because you can come across that and then you have to figure that out and you have to tell the family you have someone that doesn't belong here. You're going to have to talk to that person and we're making this sound like, and I just want to say over and over, I want people to learn how to do this and do it right. Right. And I want you to enjoy the process and I want you to help these people pass over. That is um, work as service to God. That's service. You know, I'm all about service
0: as ghost hunters. I mean, there's groups that are out there just to find ghosts. There's groups that are out there to do stuff. Then there's get groups scared. like us. So like, <laughs> there's, there's people like me. Yeah, there's people like there's groups like my group. There's people like Nancy. We're out there to educate. You know, we're here to help you, yeah. but we're also out there to educate and show you what to do in these situations. And you learn know, from us so that time. you can help just, others. Just to put that 120 questionnaire together it took quite a few years. You know, to put that together because we could, you know. We did well. We wouldn't do well. We did well. It's like anything else—trial and error. You know, when you're out there, this is not a, this is not a science. This is inexact mm-hmm. science. If anybody tells you that that they're professional ghost hunters or that 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 or that they're the best at what they do, don't listen to them because they really don't know. Okay, none of us know. All right. We're just well, we're to doing put, our
1: best to find out. Yeah, and that's why we're talking out, about this time. And
0: that's why we keep records. You'll see us keep records during the investigation. Not only do we ask you questions, when we have the investigation, everybody's carrying paperwork because they're writing everything down so we can compare and contrast notes. You know, we're, it's, we're it's, only, it's, all learning it's, experience.
1: Um, I've investigated quite a few homes and cemeteries and buildings and so on and so forth. And I'm very inquisitive. I really like to know. I think what makes me keep wanting to go forward is, um, who's here? It's like when I get new clients, I've had a few, just a new lady tomorrow morning, and I think, oh, I have a new new person I can join with and learn mm-hmm. about. It's like my mother used to say, and she retired very late in life also, she just loved the process of of creating something for someone to enjoy. She was an mm-hmm. artist, mm-hmm. a color artist. And it's like this here, I really want to know people and why it's just a fascination to me. I don't know, but it's the same more so with spirit people. And I think, who are you? If I get them talking to me, why are you still here? If it's a spirit person, just visiting houses. Like I think I would enjoy Christmas times around the world,
0: right. Or Wherever they're oh, celebri- yeah. celebrating oh, yeah. it yes. to
1: see the yes. different lives. I think that would be absolutely fascinating. And as a spirit person, I could, as long as I don't, yeah spook the family but then there's right. the ones that are insane that are searching for that child and i remember thinking brought it up to Sharb. remember thinking the house that they were in uh pardon me the spirit the ghost was in they had a small boy it was a blue-eyed blonde mm-hmm. and the rest of the family didn't seem to to me i can't remember it didn't seem to matter but it was the dynamics of the number but there was this child and he was le- kind of like uh you know and the child was going hey wait a minute who are you you know Um, okay, so I want to go on and sharp, please. I'm not trying to step on your words, just you know. Uh, the other problem (laughs) is it's not always grandma and grandpa, (laughs) there are ghosties out there, even mischievous spirit peoples. And if they make you make a noise, you get their attention. Oh, is that grandma? You know, she's just died a month ago. Is that you? And people, the spirit people go. Ooh, I'm going to get some talking. I'm going to get someone recognize me. Yes, it is. I'm back. <laughs> it's not always that person. So I want you guys to make sure. And I was chuckling with you one night, the group you, who I was watching, and uh, my granddaughter gave me some beautiful perfume. Uh, I like ocean uh, spray. It's, it's very clean. I love clean. And whenever I visit the family, that's what I wear. And I smell it. I love it. So clean smelling to me. Guess why? Because when I visit them in the afterlife, I'm going to smell like that perfume. Oh, it is grandma here. Oh, go
0: ahead. <laughs> go ahead, Char. What's your story? My mother. I know people have heard me say this before. You know, you always hear the stories like he's talking about where certain perfume smells come and you can recognize your relative. Well, I did it on purpose. Yeah. When my mother passed away, I bathed her in a certain soap. And so when Mm -hmm. she returns here and she does, she's here almost all the time when she does come here, I can smell her. I can tell it's her right away. Mm -hmm. So that that was fun to do. All right.
1: You have a railroad station of people coming in and out. Okay. And it's fun because, but the problem is you don't always know who it is and you want proof. And I, I always say things like, uh, there's something um, distinguished about our, um, just, just sing, uh, something special about that person that passed away, right? Mm-hmm. And you may try to remember what's your favorite dessert or your favorite. Uh, with me, they'll say, um, Do you want coffee? And if I go, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most people don't drink coffee. You know, you have to say what it is they, and then you have to get an answer. Make sure you know who you're talking to because you will entertain them as well as they entertain entertaining you. And it may not be your relative. Right. And and I'm like I said, we're going to investigation. I'm on to keep on track. Same with the spirit person. If it's a ghost in there, is this their relative? And if it isn't, they need to go. If it's a relative yes. and they're in discord or unhappiness, we have to ask the family what was about that relative. Who was this relative? What was the dynamics? And I want to be very careful because it doesn't always happen. Forgive that relative because that could be the reason they're still around. And how many... Of my generation, and now the next generation, have we had one parent disappear or go away or commit suicide or bankrupt the family? Guess who you're going to be haunted by? That yep. spirit won't want to go on unless you forgive. I, I I, accept your forgiveness. They need that release. And a lot of times that's the basis of it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people get killed and they have unfinished business. and so they forgot to tell their spouse, I one more time, I love you or never did. How many people are married to somebody who can't say those words? Well, guess what I hear? Tell them I love them. And it seems so corny, but it isn't because of people that I get that message about. Uh, I was just trying to think, I did a young man uh, last weekend. I was trying to think of something that came through and I remember saying, that sounds kind of corny, but the young man said, no, it's exactly what I expected to hear. I mean, simplest of words mean the most so you have to make sure we know who we're talking about you can't go in and say oh it's all a demon it's all spooky spooky and the people in the house go oh i know it is look at the crosses i had put up you know uh in my world and i know there's a lot of people who don't agree with me and that's okay because the ones that believe me will follow and hopefully i can help you um in my world there's spirits and then there's the ghosts unfortunately and then you go to a more insane situation with that ghost and they sometimes they'll lose all physicalness of themselves and i see them as a mess a blah, 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 kind of a bubbly, bubbly looking tarry looking thing and you can go on to be very insane and you radiate crying screaming it's just awful and i can appreciate people doing investigation where they feel this immense tar Crud all around them, and they hear in this terrible "get out, I hate you, I'm going to kill you." Those are the ghosts that are most insane, or getting to that place. And I, I've never come across one that I, I would call it. If I have, if someone reminds me, I apologize. A demon, a demon would be the most insane of the spirit people that went to a ghost on. And I have to always remind people: these are human beings that stepped out of their flesh. And they couldn't go on. If they're a spirit person, they got out of their flesh and went. Oh, that was a terrible trip, man. I hurt really, uh, you know. But I'm, I'm free. Oh, I think I'll visit everybody in the world about Christmas time. Oh, I mean, I want to do that, right? But I probably end up running. I'm a runner. I'd like to get back into running. I want to run everywhere, and just enjoy being a spirit person. But there's a lot of people who can't do that. So I want to make sure that you understand. Be compassionate because these are human beings that have passed out of their body but not passed on. So claim, make sure you whoever you're talking to is whoever you want it, not want it to be, but whoever you can figure out and then ask them some really hard questions. What was your favorite perfume? Grandma. Grandpa, what was your favorite thing that you'd like to do? If you smell cigar smoke or a cup of coffee or even liquor, maybe you got the right person. Mental breakdowns can occur from paranormal investigators. Um, I read a little article about that. And I'm, I I didn't take it word for word because that's not. But I have heard of that. And it's almost. It's not like they are taken on the role of the of the insane person. But if you do it longer, long enough without clearing your head and understanding what it's about, you either become obsessed, driven. Or you can tip it over and and want to join them. I mean, I how many movies have we seen where investigators on site kind of start doing the crazy stuff? It just happens. Have you heard of anything like that, Shar?
0: I have, I have. Um, you know, I don't know whether it's trumped up or not. A lot of these TV shows. You know, you'll get that. I'm not going to mention who, but you'll get that. But I've oh. seen it. I mean, it's easy. In fact, I had an investigator on an investigation a few years ago, just before COVID. And he was upstairs, and mm-hmm. he was he was. I'm not going to say arrogant, but he he was a little arrogant. He was up there, and you know nothing hurts me, nothing gets me, and oh. he couldn't find his way downstairs he got yep, completely yep. overwhelmed by whatever was there and he could not find his way downstairs two of my investigators had to go up and get him
1: there was um yeah probably tipped the scale he probably went yep there was a show i i charl says calls me have you seen so and so show and i go <laughs> i don't watch that much tv i'll have something on but i won't watch it so it's kind of like there was a, a haunting and a young group of people uh, and two men one of them went into the attic and they heard him scuffling, blah, 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 make strange. And well, got there and this spirit ghost person had put a rope around his neck. And, and the follow-up to that was, um, I can't remember what show it was. I hope everybody, but it was pictures. They found him up there. He was hanging. And afterward, I guess he had a real hard time with life. Uh, it got really hard on him because that was a close call. It's one thing, like oh. I had cancer. Yeah, that's, that's hard. But when you are assaulted by something you can't see and you're out of control, and then you realize that could have been your death, I think some people can't deal with it. So if you go into these investigations, keep remembering these are people. And they're trying, and if they're not mentally sound, they may try to scare you. You know, stand up straight and be counted. Don't let them get away with it. You're not going to scare. And and someone said to me, maybe Shard did too. How come you've never had a demon or or had a situation, Nancy, where you got scared? Well, I get startled. How many <laughs> reels have people watched and the kids are putting together and all of a sudden they have someone jump out the camera with a spooky face on? Come on. I get startled because yeah. it's not what I thought would have The
0: only time I've ever seen you uncomfortable is, pre- is when we did that <gasps> thing at Preston. Remember?
1: Yes. Preston I didn't Council. go in. So we got there. And I'm really excited. I don't get to go out right? <laughs> and I'm going, yeah, we got a bunch of people. It's going to be so much fun because I like it, right? I got there and all wall of something hit me. I went, oh, no, I can't go in. Well, they had another medium there. And she fell through the floor on the second floor, second balcony going up. The floor gave way and she fell. Guess who would have been me? Yeah. And so I picked up that wasn't against her. But the whole environment was dark to me. I've never had that. It was one time, Char, and I think it was a caution from somebody. Nancy, don't you go, you know, because you have one bad ankle, right? That's why I gave up horses. So I, I was riding, right, riding ties and long distance, my uncle. So someone said, "Well, start running." Well, I loved it so much, I got rid of the horse. <laughs> but my na- ankle, if I hurt it again, it's, you know. So anyway. Someone was really cautioning me that was the only time. Yeah, it does happen. You see that on TV. Make sure you respect that person. I want to get into photographs. So uh, I did the cemetery tours in Sacramento. And um, 10th and Broadway, Old City Sacramento Cemetery. Um, uh, John Sutter was buried there in 1865. Some really, really old ones there, even a couple prior to that. But it was established and the old section has a little more than 10,000. They have a new section. The last time I heard 15, 20 years ago was 10,000. huge. And so we were always having people take pictures. And, of course, Char was there and her cameras oh, yeah. and took lots of pictures. And there was a young man, and I just recently, maybe two years ago, heard him again. And he had some amazing pictures of spirits um, zooming around and uh, up the flagpole. And it was not near the group it was kind of like he walked ahead and he says he sent me this photographs it was amazing because there was nothing there but there was these streaks like people moving about it was crazy mm-hmm. but what i wanted to bring up was i was always given a talk at the very beginning and <clears throat> there were summer going into winter the last one would be the end of Halloween no matter what day it was it would be the prior Friday and someone had taken, I don't know what i was saying, young man, had taken a picture of me. And, and there was all these orbs. So keep my hands down, Nancy. All these orbs. Well, the orbs where I could see color. Uh, remember, my eyes may see to color where yours won't. Well, I see a uh, movement inside, like a face. Very much probably an orb. Someone who does like to carry the physicalness. But all the others were dust particles. So I want you to be aware and investigate what people have done as far as photography. And don't always assume that you get a swirly action in the air. It could be a moth. It could be a bug that's really flat, fast. It could be dust particles. Don't be betrayed by the excitement of the moment. Because once you get pictures, I've seen lots of them, and the, they'll say things like, well, oh, I took the picture, put them away, I looked at them, oh, no, no. no, 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 no Ten years later, I'm now looking at it, and all of a sudden, I see a face in the window. Oh, it's too bad you didn't see it then, right? But it's it's surprising, what photography what you can get. And we mentioned this like five six times in the last year. I was given a talk, Marianne Wolseley, a little girl with pearls on her neck, uh, and there's a lot of light. But sure enough, there's her with her pearls, and there's a face. You cannot get shadows that look that much like a human being. And she was a conscious spirit. And I don't know, it, it surprised me why she was still there. I didn't have a sense of being a ghost. And I saw her that I go, well, you're still there, you know? And I don't have answers. She was a young girl, 12 or 13 years old. So maybe on but, Friday.
0: Well, maybe on Friday, I'll post the photo. I'll try to track the photo down. Okay. So people can yeah, see. Try yeah, try to do that.
1: Because you'll have to explain um, because of the evening mm-hmm. um, it, contrasting lights. So, but if you look, there is a picture of her in the middle of it, and it okay. surprised me. I went, "Wow, I didn't know we could take get her like that." You know, I seem real clear, but we don't always get good photographs. The only way I know that I'm seeing true is people say, oh my gosh, I recognize. I did a ghost investigation downtown underneath um, Sacramento. So Sacramento used to be a river town. And then there was a town built on top of it. And a fella, Shari knows a fella, he said, why don't you do the ghost investigation? And we'll go down there. I went, where? <laughs> so we went down to where there used to be a, a restaurant. And um, I do what we call layering. I see different eras. So I was down there, and I said, please bring somebody, because if I see people, I want someone to recognize it. So I was standing there, and we saw this animal go, whoa, whoa, whoa. and it was a cat. And someone had seen the cat movement before. But to my right was this fine-looking gentleman with a three-piece suit on with a bunch of color. I remember thinking he had that dad bod look. <laughs> he wasn't a young man. And I started describing this fellow standing on the side of the investigator ghost investigator who invited me he said oh you just described the mayor of that town in that era why is he still there he wasn't a ghost he was watching us thinking I'm going to show up I was the mayor (laughs) and I think get that camera out so we got the animal we didn't get the ant and I think why not wouldn't that be fun but when you do do the investigations we were in the underneath what if we taken a picture and all you saw was dirt particles? Because we were walking. You have to be careful. Um, electrical arcing from old uh, structures. You take a picture and you see this. You don't know what it is. Shar, you want to expand upon that a little bit?
0: Well, yeah. Um, you know, again, uh, paranormal investigators, when, when they're taking photos, like Nancy says, if you're walking, it's hard to control what type of photo you're going to get. Because in low light situations, just the movement of somebody, maybe has a little pin light, will look like there's the, 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 there's the, there's something shooting across the room. So, mm-hmm. the preferred way to take photos, you know, but you can't always do that control, is to stand there, make yourself the human tripod, and then take like three photos in a row.
1: Oh, I love that. You
0: know, now you see yes. it, now you don't. Now you, now you see it, now you don't. So then you got that backing up. But it's not always like that. And that's why people like me, you know, being a photographer like I am, and the people that I know in, in the photography business, it's always helpful to have somebody around like that because there's a lot of variables. Like Nancy says, people could be walking, especially in the underground, because I've done <clears throat> investigations have, down in the underground as well. Have it's you? dusty. It's dusty. And so you're going to kick up, you know, even the best intentions you, you, you're going to kick up dust particles. And sometimes dust particles can look like orbs, you know, or like Nancy says, li- again, lights. It could be anything. It could be anything, even from a lamp. You know, and, and maybe the, the lamp has got dust particles coming out of it. And it looks like streaks because you're picking up those particles in motion. So you have mm-hmm. to be really careful about your surroundings. That's why you have to keep meticulous notes on stuff, you know, when you are shooting. So, so you can go back and figure out what it was because not everything. I is think that normal. was a,
1: a wonderful uh, comment. I like that. Uh, pretend you're a tripod and don't move mm-hmm. and take three mm-hmm. pictures. It absolutely amazes me how many people send me pictures over the years, and then I see something posted. Um, in addition, uh, people say I took two or three pictures in a row, and spirit people flash in because that's all they can do. Right, right. They, they kind of like hold their breath. I want to be seen. I want to be seen. Oh, wait, wait, wait a minute! Did I forget my legs? <laughs> and you'll see bits and pieces of people, and mm-hmm. show up in tenth of a second, tenth of a hundredth of a second. Boy, that was mm-hmm. hard to say. Okay, so, uh, so be aware and be cautious and take lots of pictures. Digital is better than regular, but I've heard people say regular film is is sometimes better also. So I have yep. no idea. Yep. I like digital because you can't pass with it, can't change mm-hmm. it. Uh, I've heard that regular film, if you, you can edit it, I don't know. Um, not all shadows are shadow people. Mm-hmm. How many photographs have – I just saw one yesterday yesterday it was and they had an open area and there was a shadow looking like a human being there. And they said, Well someone in take a lot of pictures. But when you're done, then go back and look at that area and see if it wasn't a shadow being cast by a combination. I I, I really do love um the running of my when the years I was really a runner. I love looking at the landscape. And you could with imagination you could look at a tree branch, or look in. You're always creating faces. Like we're programmed as infants to find a face that's familiar or safe. We will do that without it ever realizing it. That's why when you take photography, did I create a face? Do I look at this picture and think it's somebody? I think the pearls, Marianne Mosley, I think that was her name, was a giveaway that there was a person there. If she hadn't had the pearls on, we could say, well, the shadows were just, right, you know. But be aware that all shadows aren't shadow people. Now, shadow people Mm -hmm. has bad connotation. Oh, the hat man, the shadow coming through from a dimension, shadow dogs, I've heard. Absolutely. Why can't they be that? I mean, who am I to say, no, don't believe in things like that? I, Mm -hmm. I can just, I do what I do. If you're seeing a walking shadow coming through your house with a top hat and it's got a dog with him or something, who am I to say, no, you're crazy. You didn't see that. Hello. How do I know we don't have within a, a, a why can't we be bad up against other parallel universes and worlds? Why not? Why not? There's a scientist on one of the reels and I really like him. He's a African-American man. He's very distinguished. He wears a mustache and he was talking about uh, the Kuiper belt and all the rocks out there and, he was talking about how can UFOs be real? They showed you a picture of um, a satellite that went to Mars and it turned its camera around and it said took a picture of Earth. I mean, we're such a small speck. Who can find uh-huh. us in all this mess of the solar system? Well, I think they're smart like we are because we know planets have life because of the emanation of different chemicals. Absolutely. A UFO people flying around, they're looking for signatures of life. It's not like I want to disagree with the guy, but he made it sound too simple. Like, no one's going to find us. Don't worry about this. Oh, excuse me. We've had experiences here. I didn't, you know, how many people have had experiences with the UFO environment? I was telling Char one day, and this was just confirmed. I said to Char when I had my little experience, and I've had more, a friend of mine reminded me, It said to me, we want to be on the dirt. And I said to Char, what does that mean? You live in the clouds or something? And it occurred Mm -hmm. to us both. Well, what makes us think they are from somewhere else? Maybe they've been living in the dirt. How many times have archaeologists found caverns 20 levels deep where people had lived for hundreds of years? 20,000 people could live in this 20 stories deep. How many have us heard who says it can't happen elsewhere? So I think that we do have something going on. I'd love to find out. The spaceships, mm-hmm. the, everybody says they've been on. Maybe they are people from our own planet and they can do that. I don't know. But I think there is something on the one I love. We should do a night on this UFO. Young man was coming out of the house. He takes a step. He walks out three steps out and then walkway turns to the left. And as he takes that first step, he zips up, beam me up. It was his, beam me up uh, reading. There could be portals that open up randomly. Absolutely. Marissa. Absolutely. The one I'm talking about is young man that went out and walked to the car and he was zipped up like that. And you can see him. And then he came back and you didn't know he had had left. Mm-hmm. So uh, I love that stuff. I I'm open to anything. Okay, so not all shadow people are scary. Okay, some of them are ghosts that are stuck, and they just there. So when I go do a cemetery tour, sometimes I look for shadows or densities of balls of energy, and I know it's human being, spirit person, or ghost. And sometimes I just push myself against it with my mind, and they'll talk to me because they go, oh, who's that? So, and other people could see it as a ghost okay shy away from those who want scary for halloween yet the cemetery tour ended up with the halloween uh, weekend or the closest to the uh, end of the month but there's such a thing of people who say we're going to do a cemetery tour halloween we want to get scared how disturbing to the ghosts or spirits is hung around and they're out there making waves and screaming and yelling the spirit person that has uh, has become a ghost is so distraught can't leave the grave of the child accidentally killed with a wagon i don't know if that's good for them certainly not good for you what if you get scared and you never get over it and you don't talk to a counselor you don't talk to someone like us and it approach and it goes to a place in your mind you can't ever recover i'm not sure i'm not sure it's a good idea we have so many bad movies out um that talk about halloween well the movie halloween and scare Mm -hmm. um scream or something I've never watched those things, but it gets us in a place of being scared, and we associate that with Halloween tours and cemeteries. In reality, those people who lost their flesh, who became insane, they're not there with a knife. yeah. (laughs) It's only insane human beings. It's not ghost people, spirit people. I have a lot of compassion for someone who passes over and can't go on because they are misinterpreting the reason for life. They they get stuck on what they didn't do when they were alive. This is really good. Don't try to convince a, a skeptic of anything. That is their journey to figure it out. I um, I believe there's people like myself. Every I've met, I have friends that are so good, but they won't become me. Listen, Nancy, I know you don't have days off. You've been doing this for 33 years. You've had two vacations. You know, I don't I work a lot. Right. Not as much you now as I used to. But at the same time, a self-employed business is always going to be difficult. If you had the ambition to want to start something, I gave it 24 year groups. Yeah, I could have retired if I stayed like 10 more years. Right. But uh, but um, if you're a skeptic, leave that if you find someone who's going to challenge you. And or they say I'm a a skeptic, I'm an atheist, all this. That is their journey, and I'm all for it. There's a lot of me out there. They it's not your job. It's not your job. They might have to discover this on their own. Mm -hmm. And even myself, I come into this, it was real hard for me to grasp the idea of what I was labeled, let alone that was reincarnation. I had to discover that on my own. It was my clientele. By the way, my child won't call me mom because. His mom's still in heaven, and he's always complaining about how I cook because his mother cooked better. Really? I love. I'm. I'm, I'm on of Facebook. Oh, the stories of reincarnation of children. Oh, please. Ah, love it, love it. So don't try the, because you won't win. You won't have the evidence they need. Even if you took someone on the, even a skeptic or an atheist said, "I'll go on investigation with you." you may have to say to that person, you go, but you respect me and my people. You just watch and you don't get to talk. Don't give your input, especially if the home owners are here. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if I would let someone go, you know why? If they claim that, I am, whoa, good for you. (laughs) And the reason is, is we're all energy. I I, I was thinking of a client, Probably about two months now and she was so argumentive because someone suggested oh I had a reading by Nancy oh my god it was great great you need to read you know and this woman came into my reading and she was just oh, negative and argumentative and I actually said to her why are you talking to me well I don't I says you're just arguing through you're paying me for advice same with the skeptic. If you allow someone to come, guess what their energy is going to be like? You're going to have a hard time getting anything because that energy field and that skeptic will go right against you. And you'll block you from doing what you're meant to do there. If anything, let them read the results when you come back. Oh, you are skept- Oh, you want to learn. I'm so glad. So you can see our writ reports when we get done. If we got good photographs, I'll let you see them. But you really shouldn't go and tell you a little bit more open. Oh, you're never going to get open? Well, then you can look at our paper when you get done. Mm -hmm. Be nice because they're looking for evidence because something in their life that wouldn't let them believe. But that doesn't mean that they can taint the investigation, especially a, a really nice couple that's got a lot of noises going on and they want some closure. They won't get the closure if you have skeptic with them, with you. Um, you know, there's a lot of people that say, uh, at, this is on the same as skeptic, um, prove to me that there's ghosts, prove to me there's UFOs. And this science guy, I, I, of course, you know, I watch him, you know, I follow everything he's on cause I'm a science geek <laughs> and he says science. Well, it's SETI, S-E-T-I, movie contact, you know, you can't prove it unless you experience it and maybe some people are afraid or they don't want to know, or they can't, Uh, they're scientific peoples and they need the proof scientifically. Well, professor Gary Swartz, uh, out of Tucson, Arizona, he double blind tested me. You want to be tested? You're a medium. Okay. We're going to have you sit and you're going to look at this wall. You're not going to see or hear from the client that's sitting behind me. I've talked to him. I've got the questions. You're going to just talk. And he said, Go. You come up with the right people. I did. The young man, and if you go to my site, nancymats.com, I have a link there. Um, I copy and pasted Professor Gary Schwartz. Um, he he came from Hawaii, and his grandmother was a Tonganese who had cancer, and she was bald headed with whiskers. I got her. She showed up right in front of me. You know, I always say, you know, there isn't you know, there, is, you're not, you're there right? Signs cool. did prove it. And he is inventing a soul phone. So type his name is. He's part of I A N D S, I N A N D S organization. And he's creating what they call the soul phone. Put me out of business. No, not really everybody. But they're trying to develop some way for communication to the spirit world. Because he has. One time I went to his house. And he says, I have someone here. Is he this person? And I looked at the guy and went, well, he looks like him. I never met him. He's been dead since the 40s, I think. And he was there talking to Professor Gary Schwartz. And I went, oh, <laughs> it looks like him. So it can be proven by science. And he and Professor Gary Swartz had this wonderful computer with screens that are big, like 55 inch, right? And what he did was he found out spirit person was there. He says at 2 o'clock in the morning, the power's going to go on. We're going to be a bed. You give me an answer. And so when he got up, there would be EVP of the answer to the question but It would come at 2 o'clock in the morning. He can prove it. Not all science, not is that readable, uh, easy to access. Not all people say, well, it's not possible because science hasn't proven it yet. Well, then you need to Direct those people and say, how about this individual? They are doing this. They, they are, and they're working on it right now. They have been for 10 years. I don't know what stage it is in. Wow. Okay, so we're going to be able to prove it. Now, what is that going to do for people? Oh, I mean, we get to live afterward? Well, shoot. should I shoot myself and just go to spirit because my life is so bad? Guess what? You get to do it over again. And I've told people, if you're going to commit suicide, Make it work. One young lady put a gun to her face. Guess what? She wasn't supposed to die. Guess what? She's living with her face half gone. Yep. <laughs> Try to hang yourself? Ain't gonna work. Someone will rescue you. If it's not meant to be, it's not gonna work. Um, so, science has failed to prove. Goes hmm, not my world. If you know the right people, you do know it's happening. Uh, right. But the people who say they don't believe, won't believe that there are good people out there who are working on it. They won't believe it until they read it and know the people who are the scientists. So then that's one that you have to treat like a skeptic. Um, This next sentence, I, so there's a lot of shows on TV. And Sylvia Brown got in trouble about this, and they questioned her a lot. The poor woman died much younger than she thought she would, because I think stress. How can you be on a TV show every day, every week, once a week, and be <laughs> absolutely right for twenty, thirty people? Mm-hmm. Stretch sometimes. I I would never do that. I always say to people, "Someone stand there. I want to give you a visual description. Period. <laughs> and then it's up to you." To believe it or not, if I give a message, it's from that person. And that's how it keeps me (laughs) up in hot water, right? A lot Mm -hmm. of people have to stretch the truth. And it sometimes gives us a tainted vision of what is really going on. So when you do an investigation, you be fully aware you could go in and get nothing. You get the money back, you go home, if that's the agreement. Because sometimes it doesn't work. Even people like myself, if I don't feel good or something's going on, it tells show right up, "Oh man, I just can't do this." Then I don't always know why. Maybe just because of nothing there. Um, that was a hard one. I'm expected to have results, and you can just get—you can get discouraged getting no results. That mm-hmm. could be a real problem. You could be going into something. But, oh, I've heard all these rumors, all these, things. and then you get someone real like myself, and I go there and go, "What the heck is everybody talking about?" If you're negative, you close yourself to all types of possibilities. Absolutely, young lady. Absolutely. And anybody who's trying to help you get to a different space, they're not going to listen to you. But mm-hmm. science is getting to the place we're almost there. Uh, so the biggest mistake is believing you always see the paranormal. Don't go into an investigation, go into it open with real intent of helping these people, and maybe you will have a, do a better job. Go in there for the entertainment. You bring a bunch of novice people. I'm going to go in and show these old kids how to do it and be better at it. You're not going to do well. Um, not treating ghosts as once living beings. Remember, I, I, I talk about that all the time. They, their needs are special, and you have to go in with uh, curiosity, uh, a lot of sympathy, and a lot of compassion. That's the word I was trying to look for here. Earlier. Um, the one couple things that I I put on here, I will say this: we went cemetery tours. I want to go to a place of haunted toys and haunted uh, furniture. Um, people say, "Oh, I've got ghosts in my house." Blah, blah blah blah, and it's energy either residual or someone who's attached. Now I brought this up before, and I remember it, so it's kind of fun. I had a couple live in an apartment. And they bought used furniture. <laughs> and this was beautiful stuff. Really, uh bedposts were like a small tree <laughs> and it was all carved and everything. And they had a mattress on it. And I went to look at the bed and the mattress was missing because I didn't I was trying to look at it and see if it was a go. And this skinny old man was on one side. He was laying with his arms across. He says, No one's going to get on this bed. I made it. It's mine. <laughs> and I said, <laughs> what are you still here for they're taking care of your bed (laughs) evidently he was getting up and roaming around the house looking at all his furniture and i would i would think that would be very disturbing but i've heard other people say i had someone tell me if it was make sure you tell me talking about a vanity desk a a table with a round mirror and someone said they couldn't sit in there because it felt like they were on was that you, Char, or somebody else? Somebody else. Not you? Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the desk was still being owned by a lovely lady. And this lady, and you got to go back 100, 150 years, people didn't have well possessions. Even wagon trains. The most expensive piece of furniture they could get into the wagon was usually a bed. Sorry about the cat. Because they they that was their only prized possession. And if they have it in their home, um, they sometimes want to stay with it. And that does happen. That does happen. As far as toys, um, I think you could have a lot of positive, negative type of energy uh, with a toy. Um, I don't know enough about dolls that roll their head around or open their eyes. I've not seen Mm -hmm. that. But I can't say no. Who am I to say that can't happen? Why not? But it also could be owned by an adult trying to scare you. Not necessarily as a child. And I've said this, I was very, very careful about it. I don't see a lot of um, ghost babies and children. There's, when you pass over, a child isn't aware. I was telling the group, my father was killed by a drunk driver when I was six. I had no idea what death was. Sorry. Um, children that young just don't know. And so when they pass over, there's always someone there. Even if it's not a relative, they would know because they're so young. It would be somebody of sparkling, beautiful. When I had my near-death experience, i just turned seven-ish, had my tonsils out, and I bled out. My mother gave me an aspirin before going to bed. What what do we know in those years, right? That would be in Mm -hmm. 1956. Anyway, a lady greeted me and held my hand. It was so odd because I remember thinking, who are you? And It was like I was scared, but it was like it was so baffling to me. Like they say, oh, you pass over, you have all this great knowledge and everything. I don't think so. You walk, you pass over the first through things we got. And I don't remember dying. If it was, it wasn't very long. But in the spirit land, I was there maybe 15, 20 minutes, it seemed, because she was talking to me. How long was the conversation? And the mm-hmm. only thing I could think of is I didn't know who this person was holding my hand. I was, like, standing there looking. At it, and she was real tall because I am a little Little girl, but I remember thinking how tall she was. So people are taken care of. So if I had died, this sweet lady would have probably knelt down and said, "I'm your grandmother," and you know she would have. Re- I'm going to take care of you now. And what I hear over and over is people who come back. Remember, I'm I'm at the place where I see people go on. Mm-hmm. Is that they can make a decision? Do you want to stay with your mommy or do you want to come with me? Well, I didn't know who she was. I probably would have gone. I want to go back to my mommy. But if she had been someone very pleasant, more so than, let me show you around. Let me show you, make it fun. These young kids that die are always, always taken care of. And when I see a child just sitting around in the spirit, I go, why is that child there? So if I go one more step and say, why would a child stay with a doll to scare you? That's more the actions of adults who's not quite Mm -hmm. sane or trying to play games with somebody. And I'm not going to, I don't know. I can't say that. Absolutely. I would get myself in trouble because I always could be wrong, but think about it. Logically, a child under five or six wouldn't know what haunting means. Wouldn't be sitting around waiting for someone to show up so it could open Bell's eyes and blink his eyes and turn his head. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: They wouldn't even know how to do it in the first place. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Think about, just think of it logically. Okay. Well, I ran a little late, but we did chat a little bit. That was fun. We did good. good. I hope y'all learned something. I didn't get to see the chat room, so I don't know what comments, but Marissa, thank you very much for giving us good questions and statements rather. That
0: was very sweet of you. All right, well, and it begins. So it begins. We have a guest tomorrow. The Reverend Bill Bean will be here, well, uh, actually he's tonight, at 10 o'clock, I'm going to be doing a pre-record with the Reverend Bill Bean, but you guys will get to see it tomorrow at 6.30 p.m. Pacific. And uh, we're going to hear about his life and and his childhood. Uh, He he has a new book out, and we're also going to talk about some of his cases, so uh, be sure to be here at 6.30 p.m. Pacific tomorrow for that. And then the day after, we have another gentleman named Curry, who... uh, Grew up in a haunted house, and uh, he's he's a paranormal investigator who is reminds me of myself because he's really enthusiastic about about going out and helping people and learning everything he can about being about the paranormal and being an investigator. So he'll be with us on Wednesday as well. So the day so we starting to pack up, and uh, all next week's already booked, and uh, we're ready to rock and roll with all this and get get back on track. So I hope to see you guys tomorrow at 6:30 p.m. Pacific. I will be on the chat. Nancy, thank you for coming on, as always. I really appreciate it. Uh, you know, it's just, it's just we're trying to fill in this space and get everything rolling again. And we're doing it. We're doing it. And I can honestly say that I'm really excited because probably as, I, as we speak, I have uh, the RSS feed has provided 11,000 downloads for the month. Wow. Thank 11, you, Marissa. So, far. That was so a thank sweet you, comment. everybody. Thank you, Marissa, for the comments. Thank you, Lenore. Uh, for, for the like, and uh, what else we got? There was, was Lenore, and let me double check here, make sure I get it. Karen, Karen Clark. Thank you guys for, for, for the likes, I really appreciate it. And uh, I will see you guys tomorrow on the chat, I'll be on the chat at uh, 6.30. Ah, something else to add? Nancy is going to be doing readings on February 4th at 4pm Pacific, and I do have the links for that now, so you guys can go down, uh, check out the description of the show, and the links are down below for that as well as the meditation club there's links for the early <clears throat> for the early sessions and links for the late session down there so if you guys are interested in anything like that go ahead and click on those visit the meetup and sign sign on up because spots are going to start going really fast for that stuff all right
1: um, okay the uh, yeah. february 4th is a sunday 4 to 6 o'clock yes. in pacific time yeah and yeah. the theme is uh valentine's day but if you have other questions you know, absolutely. not
0: everybody's absolutely.
1: looking for romance. Or... Right. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Love is in the air. Public. Love. No, it will not be public. It'll be here on StreamYard and it'll be a private room. So love is in the air. So that, that's what we're focusing on. Okay. Uh, if you like the show, share it with five people. If you hated the show, share it with five of your enemies. We're just trying to get the word out about the, our little old show. And uh, the 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 more you share, the more the merrier. Come in, especially you know, try to reach. We had
1: up. fun tonight, Shar. That was a yep. fun. Shar and I show. do enjoy bantering. Um, that was fun tonight. I enjoyed this. Yeah, <laughs> it was really listen, fun. Listen to my voice. Really, good I hope your but... the audience has too. And please take it with uh, a grain of salt. This this is what I do for a living, and doing it a lot of years. And it's only my impression if I don't see the ghosts that you do that are demon looking. Just think of them as an insane person. They need to leave. be compassionate. Say, what are you still hanging around for?
0: Absolutely.
1: I, d- I don't know. I mean, I try to be honest with this stuff. And have have fun with it if you go on investigations. I mean, oh,
0: absolutely, to. Absolutely. All right. All right, guys. I'll see you tomorrow with Reverend Bill Bean. And uh should be an interesting interview. I can't wait. So here's Nancy's info. And away we go. Websites, nancymats.com, all lowercase, <clears throat> nancymatsauthor.com, the N, E, M, and the A are capped. And you've got youtube.com forward slash psychic and M and P are capped. Books, help, get me out of this funk. <clears throat> Two worlds, developing your psychic skills. And The Unwilling Sacrifice. And of course you can get those at Amazon.com. And do remember to check out Nancy's YouTube site to, uh, to, to subscribe over there. Okay, we're trying to get Nancy launched as well, so. Let's do that. All right. I'll see you tomorrow for a brand new interview. Reverend Bill Bean. Have a great evening, you guys.
1: Good night, everybody. Bye.